0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it to air. Monday. The Oscars happened yesterday. Not even going to be able to escape it, so let's rip the Band-Aid off. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Of course, I mean, the biggest thing that people are talking about, and they were talking about this before the awards ceremony even took place yesterday, um, everything, everywhere, all at once wins the top honors at the Oscars. Seven wins in total, actually, um, on top of, you know, the best supporting wins for both uh, Keith huy Kwan, Jimmy Lee Curtis and a best actress win for the legendary Michelle Yeoh. That's after the calculation that happened just about a week ago that this is already already before the Oscars the most awarded movie of all time. Rarely is there ever a sweep as sweepingly swept as this when movies come out. Um, you know, And there were some big Canadian wins at the show last night. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor. Sarah Pauly, the incredible Sarah Pauly, won Best Adapted Screenplay for Women Talking. The Oscars actually loved a movie called Women Talking. Hollywood, you're growing, you're learning. <laughs> then we also had uh, Daniel O'Rourke from Toronto winning for Best Documentary. Jimmy Cameron, Best Special Effects for Africa. Avatar 2, he didn't do them, he oversaw them. Uh, and then, you know, that's not even all of them. Uh, turns out that the title, Everything Everywhere All At Once, not so much a movie title, more of like a heads up. The Oscars were just yesterday, and Lenny Kravitz was performing. He did "Calling All Angels" for the memoriam tribute, uh, including you know, references to lost performers, lost celebrities that we appreciate: Olivia Newton-John, Ray Liotta, and uh, a great number more. A great number more. And then we've got Roger Daltrey letting us know that there is more to come from this Keith Moon biopic that we've heard about. Um, the whose uh, founder, uh, you know, lead singer says people like him are greatly missed in life today because life is so full of bleeping mediocrity and uh, talking to nme uh, apparently th- this will be made He says that it will be made there have been setbacks it was in the works since 2005 mike myers was originally going to be portraying the main character keith moon himself the drummer however uh, it has been in limbo but last summer little bit of news sparked again and now confirmation coming directly from Daltrey. And in a blast from the past, members of Deep Purple are continuing to let us know about that incident, the smoke on the water incident, when the Swiss police were banging down the door trying to get them to stop recording. Uh, it was in a uh, conversation with Classic Rock magazine just recently, the founding drummer uh, Ian Pace. He said that while they were jamming the track in Switzerland, it got a little bit hostile with the local authorities. More details about that infamous moment in rock and roll history. Very welcome. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. friend of mine who's a big wrestling fan asked me my thoughts on it and I went, no way, this is an Onion article. This is, this is the Beaverton. This is fake. This is satire. Apparently not. The WWE is actually in talks with United States gambling regulators to, to discuss the prospect of legalizing betting on the wrestling matches. The scripted... Planned out. We know who's gonna win before the match even starts. Wrestling matches. Uh, this is just weird to me, right? Uh, no, I won't go as far as saying like it's like betting on whether the sun rises tomorrow, because there can be different options. You got two people, one or the other can win. I get that, but it's scripted. It's scripted. Nothing wrong with watching it as entertainment. I think betting on it though seems like a fool's errand for sure. That same friend who is a big wrestling fan said, Yeah, uh, as much as a fan as I am, I don't know about this. Some doesn't seem right. It's like, to me, as if we were betting on TV shows, right? It makes no difference to me uh, between this and, like, does the story wrap up at the end of the episode on a sitcom? The answer is yes. It does. Why are we betting on this? Just watch the show. In that place where your legs intermingle with another person's legs, and then they with their ice-cold feet up against yours and make you go, huh, Stop that. 49% of couples would sleep in separate beds if they would get a better sleep doing it. So they could guarantee it, right? And study finds. Like a couple from the 1950s, terrified of what the neighbors might think at all times of day. Can't push the beds together tonight. No, no. Gotta get a good night's sleep. Gotta be productive in society. Uh, this was funny to me. Uh, 49%. Like half of couples in this study saying that sleeping separate might be the best option and I've seen it done you know friends, parents even you know exes, parents you go wait no seriously you guys have like separate rooms? one of these regular on the couch? this is how this works? no judgment whatever works for you but I just feel like the irony here is being that the same people that are saying get away from me I'm tired are still drinking coffee at night watching reruns until 1am and flicking through six dozen TikToks in bed before finally passing out with the phone on top of you Did you set your alarms, didn't you? Find out in the morning. What I'm saying is, I'm tired and it ain't my partner's fault. In the studio, Vanessa, Executive Director with the Big Brothers Big Sisters of Wood Buffalo. I'm very excited about the event coming back again. Bowl for Kids' Sake 2023 is uh, just a couple weeks away, really. W- tell us about that. For those who aren't in the know, big fundraiser event that you can get involved with. What are the details?
1: Yes. So Big Brothers Big Sisters Bowl for Kids' Sake March 24th is our way of putting fun back in fundraising. <laughs> uh, so join us at the Alley YMM. On that day, we will have a full evening of fun of activities um, where teams come and bowl and raise funds for Big Brothers Big Sisters.
0: It's so fun I mean we've got a, a newer bowling alley too right the we, there was a break yes. in town where it wasn't uh, bowling because there was no facility now we've got the alley YMM it is such a fun night to go to there's pizza in the air in your hand there's all kinds of people that are in their costumes their themed costumes and everything so people are encouraged to really get into the spirit of it.
1: Absolutely yeah people are encouraged to dress up come however you choose We're your stretchy pants. We don't need any jeans ripping um, yeah we have an after party this year at uh, Boston Pizza downtown from 8 to 10 p.m. Um, yeah it's just a really 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 fun event that raises some essential funds for the kids in our community
0: yeah and I mean for those who are thinking I'm so busy it's it doesn't take that long either
1: oh we make it super simple yeah. you call us within five minutes you can be set up with your time slot we can teach you how to uh, create your fundraising page and again no pressure every dollar counts for what people bring in basically you just show up and bowl and we'll have everything for you you.
0: yeah it take some photos we'll have a good time it's a party yes. um, so how can people sign up right now
1: so how people can sign up is contact our office so Big Brothers Big Sisters Will Buffalo um, or through our Facebook page any form of our communications or any of our platforms just send us a message how do I sign up for bowl for kids and we'll be on you within five minutes on how to do that
0: <laughs> all the details making it as easy as possible because yeah. everybody's invited everybody's welcome everybody's wanted to come and help out and uh, you don't have to get into the costume theme of things if that's an extra anxiety for you but you totally can if you're into it
1: yes totally yeah. you don't have to sign up you can come in your normal attire we did order our funky socks again for this year <laughs> yes so we'll have those provided for your bowling socks so yeah any just show up however you choose we're just happy to have you with us
0: the date is march 24th at the alley ymm and of course now boston pizza's got an after party too yes so uh it's gonna be a great day i hope people get involved thank you so much vanessa for coming in thanks
1: for having me steve we'll see you there tuesday
0: we're talking on the phone line usually we get a chance to chat in person but uh jackson your afternoon drive host right here on 100.5 cruise fm because uh now jackson you were down at the juno's in edmonton
2: I was, Steve. I was. And uh, you're talking about the snowpocalypse. Uh, I was driving in that all night. Yeah. Um, I'm fueled on four Red Bulls right now. We're good to go. And uh got to say, <laughs> Junos, fantastic. Yeah, w- fantastic w- worth show.
0: the white knuckling this morning to get back home. Uh, and, and so you, you hit the snow just like at the tail end of the trip, I take it.
2: No, no Oh no Halfway through Oh no uh, As soon as I hit the double lane highway On highway 63 I was done though Well thank goodness
0: (laughs) for the double lane Uh, But yeah, people know it's snowing for sure They don't know what happened at the Junos though So like what was big?
2: Oh well, I won't talk about all the pop star stuff because that's not our forte. But uh, Nickelback—they got a- accepted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. They took it in stride. They only had about 120 seconds to <laughs> to acknowledge that, so that was kind of lame. But uh, <laughs> they wrapped up the show with an awesome performance, uh, just you know, just just cr- um, crushing all of their uh, awesome hits, uh, their, their top sellers and stuff. Uh, but they, the the most like talked about thing though was uh, the woman. The, the protester woman for the uh, I was I gonna ask material, where were you
0: when there was the jubblies at the Junos
2: I was in the nosebleeds and I got the entire thing on camera <laughs> so uh, w- I will be posting some stuff uh, from my perspective here and my findings cool uh, later on make sure so, that yeah, you go, go in that.
0: with fine you know fine detail on the pixels and edit what you have to edit out there uh, yeah <laughs> but, uh, so <laughs> it's hey, it's question nothing, though
2: nothing's revealing you right. can make out any details You're too far
0: but, away the camera just couldn't couldn't hack it uh, uh, but so, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of discourse on that. People are judging Avril's reaction in both directions, which I think is so silly. But so, uh, a protester jumps on stage, nudity on a CBC show. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and Avril says, get out of here. Get off my stage. And so I'm thinking, you know, what, what's your thoughts? Like, it, it should, was it very punk rock of her to get rid of the protester? Or was it punk rock of her to say, this is my stage. Get out of here.
2: I think that she wasn't punk rock enough. She should have punched her, I think. That's what that's what she should have done. Yeah. I'm insane. Hey, make her to, to bed.
0: I could tell you've been driving all night.
2: <laughs> I'm insane. That's all my findings. That's my report. Yeah, for
0: you. and stay tuned for more uh, when your show comes in. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. for that. Well, thanks. I'm glad to have you back safe. Now, uh, don't worry about that snow. Just get some sleep if the Red Bull will let you.
2: Uh, yeah, I totally will
0: the junos happened and uh, big big wins of course uh, i think the biggest most decorated winner of the year was the weekend who now is actually uh, tied for brian adams's second most uh, decorated juno award winning uh, performer in canada so i mean yeah, pretty high up there pretty high accolades and uh, the 52nd annual junos hosted by Simulu went off almost without a hitch Somewhat controversial with a protester bearing all on the stage as Avril Lavigne was trying to introduce a performer and uh, more to come from that as we had Jackson down on the scene in Edmonton and he's back again this afternoon to talk all about it. In other news, Gary Glitter, the disgraced uh, singer, the disgraced songwriter, was jailed for 16 years in 2015 after being found guilty of uh, some serious misconduct with three young girls between 1975 and 1980. He was sentenced, and sentenced very, very roughly, um, but deservingly. Unfortunately, he was released from jail, however, is back behind bars less than a month later after his early release because he breached bail license conditions. Not great for him, but yeah, go back to jail. Ticketmaster is now pledging to be more transparent as well about the fees associated with tickets for events. Of course, the CEO, Michael Rapino told investors, We all want to know what is the true cost to see the show when we start shopping. Glad that you're at the table now for this, but we've always wanted to know what we're paying for. That's never not been the truth. Wednesday. It's almost going to be Easter time. You know, spring is just right around the corner, and I have learned that in the roundup of all of the many, many, many different products that come out for Easter time, the snacks, the treats, the deliciousness. uh, There's Peeps. I'm not a big Peeps person, but they have their place at Easter. And, you know, really around the year, if you really love flavored marshmallowy stuff, but they come out with, you know, branded flavors, cross collaborations. And the most recent one that I've seen, maybe it's been around for years. Again, I'm not a big Peeps person. Maybe it just passed me by. But Dr. Pepper Peeps are a real thing in the world. Dr. Pepper Peeps, it rolls right off the tongue. It's just fun to say. But i got to say, first of all, gross. And second of all, why aren't they called Dr. Peepers? Oh, you know, after saying it out loud, I I just heard it. I know why they don't do that. The Rolling Stones now facing a lawsuit over copyright. The song Living in a Ghost Town, which was out in 2020. And a uh, songwriter out there in the world uh, named Sergio Garcia Fernandez, uh, who's saying that he gave a CD containing some music to, quote, an immediate family member of Mick Jagger. And then two of the tracks seem to have elements that found their way into this 2020 song, Living in a Ghost Town. It's not the first time that artists have seen similar claims. Uh, Rolling Stones themselves have seen it in the past, and uh, to various different outcomes, who knows? I haven't compared the songs exactly. There's a lot to go through, but I have a feeling that this might not exactly hold up. We'll see. Axel Rose joining Carrie Underwood, an unlikely duo but is it all that unlikely? They did it last year in April apparently. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City were performed with Axel Rose and Carrie Underwood together at a concert in Los Angeles and uh, at the Crypto.com Arena. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Apparently Coors Light has beer coming. Yeah, beer-flavored popsicles. Uh, non-alcoholic as well. Could be a great way to beat the summer heat, I guess. You know, But I'm not sure that that's like, the flavor for me. It's just this hardwired association to my childhood. Popsicles, sweet stuff. Beer, not so sweet. Still delicious, though. Just, you know, different times in my life when I got to know them. Really, you know, I think that's what it comes down to. But the flavor, delicious, not quite in Popsicle form. Here's the big brain working overtime, though, all right? Here it is. You can't really... Put ice cubes in your beer to keep it cold. You can, you can! But flavor quickly compromises. But, you already see where I'm going with this, right? Beer-flavored popsicles to keep your beer cold. There's your marketing, Coors. Chicken nuggets and chicken bites. The debate rages on. Not that it needs to. Admittedly, It's kind of a stupid, silly thing, but a man in Chicago doesn't think it is. A man in Chicago has started a class-action lawsuit against the company for selling boneless wings as wings. He bought some, and he claims that he assumed that it all had wing meat in it, not chicken breast meat. Oh, how dare they do that? Uh, They're not too worried about it. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but the debate continues. The big question for today. Are boneless chicken wings just nuggets? People sounding off big time, tons of yeses, tons of people, yep, 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 yes, yep. Ashley says, yeah, I think they're nuggets, but fancy nuggets, because you can get them dressed like wings. I like that, that's how they should be branded, fancy nuggets. Nuggets and fancy nuggets. Or Tyler just called them flavored nuggets. They aren't wings. They don't come from the wing. Let's just call them what they are. Delicious flavored nuggets. Courtney, however, says nuggets doesn't count. Nuggets are mechanically separated or shredded. Uh, shredded. I don't think boneless wings are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know the process behind it. I once saw Jamie Oliver showing kids how to make chicken nuggets from scratch, making like the flour and meat paste. And they were so grossed out by it until he deep fried it and showed them the finished product. And they all went, hmm. That looks good. Thursday. AI has leveled up once again. Oh, the scary digital boogeyman. Um, I mean, it it is impressive, and we do need to be paying attention for sure. Uh, It's just not all scary, but this one does make you go, hmm... Uh, AI has figured out a way to best those are you a robot captcha questions you find on the internet, right? No, it's not actually bothering to second guess whether that one square has enough pixels of a fire hydrant to count. No, that anxiety is purely for us to encounter. Uh, but no, it's just getting humans to do it for it. Um, ChatGPT, uh, the creators, they unveiled the fourth generation of the AI just recently and showed off what it can do it can do some crazy things it can write code like crazy it can it can have all kinds of weird conversations and in this case uh the one thing that it did to figure out how to get past a captcha block on the internet was lie to a task rabbit employee specifically saying that they were a blind person they were asked point blank are you a robot is that why you can't do this (laughs) ha that wouldn't that be funny they go, no, I'm not a robot. I'm just blind. Can't see anything. So I need your help with that one. Uh, help with a visual lock and key. And it worked. That's the scary thing. The X-Files was right, man. I'm telling you, trust no one. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Robert Smith of The Cure, who are on a North American tour in the near future, 30 dates across the U.S. and some here in Canada, so it does count just barely. Sorry, Mexico. They are saying that they are sickened by Ticketmaster fees, and I love that they're being so open about this. So, of course, they're dealing with Ticketmaster to sell tickets, but they said that The Cure have agreed that all ticket prices, and apart from a few Hollywood Bowl charity seats, there will be no platinum or dynamically priced tickets on this tour. They're also adding that the tickets are non-transferable, and they're trying to make that so that if you buy a ticket, you keep that ticket. You Go to the show with that ticket. Resale and uh, prices at face value. I like that. It's not perfect. They say there are real problems with the system. But they also added, and this is most interesting to me, that the band did have a final say over pricing. Looking at you, Springsteen. Looking at you. Um, Now, also in the news, Meg White of the White Stripes fame. She's been... uh, yeah, it, this is an old argument that has come to light once again. A uh, a journalist named Marque tweeted, The tragedy of the White Stripes is how great they would have been with a half-decent drummer. Going on saying, you know, sorry, Meg White was terrible, blah, blah, blah. So many different artists, drummers, and more have come out and said, Absolutely asinine opinion. She was actually fantastic. And the reason we love the White Stripes wasn't just because of Jack. And in fact, Jack has joined the conversation with a poem that he wrote about the scenario and a photo, an absolute epic photo of Meg White at the drums, basically saying, cowards and vampires are just out for blood right now, and it's not great. Maybe the future could be better. The wheelchair incident, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, this past weekend, security footage was posted from inside a bar in the United States where a few idiot frat boy types were messing with a wheelchair that was staged at the top of a tall flight of stairs that, uh, we now know, leads down to the bathrooms at this establishment. uh, Bathrooms that are not wheelchair accessible. The individual in the wheelchair had just been carried down to the bathrooms to be able to access the facilities, uh, presumably then to be carried back up to the wheelchair, except for these three guys, after sitting in it and making jokes about people with disabilities, they toss the chair down the stairs, clearly damaging it with parts flying off in the video and everything, and then they laughingly go back to their business. It turns out after not even a whole lot of sleuthing by the internet, that the ringleader here is legacy hockey player Carson Breer, son of now Philadelphia Flyers GM Daniel Breer. The person whose wheelchair that it was uh, has gone public now, saying that uh, she's now determined to educate the dunces out there that would even consider such a thing uh, about the real human impact that actions like that can have. It's not just... A chair with wheels. It is somebody's access to being able to take care of themselves. It is an access to uh, transportation, uh, you know, being able to access certain places. And in all cases, not the best access. I mean, we're even seeing at this location, it wasn't ideal, but still, uh, it is uh, something that people absolutely need when they need it. And there's no room for this in hockey or in civilized society for that matter. Oh, but. Carson is sorry, guys. We're getting all those words from the team that he plays for, his father, himself. Oh, he's sorry. Even though he's been kicked off of a team in the past for his conduct, and now this. I say throw the book at him, honestly. Friday. It is St. Patrick's Day today, and I tried to get into the spirit of things and get some green stuff, some themed stuff, some party favor decor kind of stuff to wear today. I was thwarted, thwarted. Uh, we're looking for just anything, anything uh, St. Patrick's Day just yesterday to grab to wear, you know, is there a is there a hat with a buckle on it in, in Kerry Green? Is there some kind of shamrock related something I can drape around my neck? Anything, anything and everything, except they didn't have anything or everything uh, far from it. In fact, uh, just a sea of Easter stuff, though, just endless Easter stuff, aisles of it. In fact, aisles. And I realize we got to get ready for the next thing. I do. But can we still make it so that we can get stuff for the holiday? Like, at least the day before the holiday, if not on the day? I just... uh, there's last-minute people like me that could could benefit. Anyway, I'm up on my soapbox about it. Doesn't matter. I did find some stuff that is green. Namely, some Easter green uh, garland and some bunny ears that have some green on them as well. It's not even the right green. It's so, it looks so bad, you guys. Failure. But hey, I think I've just gotten close enough to participating without earning a pinch. That's I'm good. I'm, I'm laughing there. There's more to do about Ticketmaster. Now, Robert Smith, we were just talking about this yesterday, saying that for this new upcoming tour, the announced dates for The Cure across the United States and a little bit of Canada. They were going to try and make Ticketmaster agree with them on the lowest possible ticket prices. Now, in a post from yesterday, Robert Smith continues to say that after further conversation, Ticketmaster have agreed with us that many of the fees being charged are unduly high. Shocker! Um And as a gesture of goodwill, have offered $10... Per ticket refund to all verified accounts for lowest ticket price transactions Uh, more to come on this right and I am so glad I it's surprising to me that it's the cure but I'm so glad that we're seeing very publicly a big band with a brand new tour just announced go hey hang on let's do something about this let's actually do something instead of just defending $5,000 tickets and moving on with your life. Looking at you, Springsteen. Anyway, The Talking Heads, uh, fantastic band. They had a documentary called Stop Making Sense. It was made, uh, about them, uh, and it's actually out again after 39 years. That was when it was originally released in 1983, of course, at the height of the popularity of the band and, uh, shot in Hollywood. It's, uh, you know, all about the tour and supporting their album Speaking in Tongues, and now it's coming back again. Though, uh, not everywhere. It is in theaters worldwide, but not on every screen by far. Curious to catch it, though. I've obviously never seen it. The Ticketmaster scenario as uh, people uh, feeling a little bit weird about grabbing tickets for concerts and how are they going to be you know, affordable are they going to be affordable can i you know actually make it to more than one concert in a year without completely demolishing the budget it's a little bit tough now they come in all kinds of different prices but this weird dynamic pricing thing is what's gotten people up in arms a little bit where we've seen ticket prices of up to like five thousand dollars sometimes up to like ten thousand dollars Not many of them in the one location, but still, like, who are who's filling those seats? I would love to know. Who's actually filling those seats when the tickets get to that price? It's absolutely insane. But here's the thing. We should have seen this coming, because had we known how uh, prescient the Simpsons was, how many times they've predicted the future simply by being so on the pulse of what's happening today that they knew this was coming. So we should have known this was coming back in 1996, in fact. Here's the clip. And to think, Smithers, you laughed when I bought
2: Ticketmaster. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay a 100% service charge.
0: That's <laughs> uh, a policy that ensures a healthy mix of the rich and the ignorant, sir. Uh, again, it's just a matter of looking to The Simpsons to know every step along the way. Transmission over. One more, Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into The Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.